What's up, wilderness? You folks are listening to episode number six. I, I, Lindsay, I'm going to do it. Oh, I'm going to do it. No. Six, six, six. The number of the beast. Nobody knows what that reference is. Iron Maiden, man. Iron Maiden. It's going to start off a little. Start off the show a little Iron Maiden. You know, sometimes okay. you just gotta you just gotta belt out some some sick vokes. You, you know do what I mean? you. You do you. You're, the, you're sick, sick vokes. vokes. <laughs> God. Sick folks, man. Yeah, in case you don't know what kind of uh, level of energy we're operating on today, it's, as usual, an 11. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I just had a bunch of caffeine. I have my drink right here. I'm taking... Look at I'm, you. Uh, yeah. Lucky. So, I'm honestly, it's 8 o'clock. I should be... PM. I mean, I gotta go to bed soon. On uh, Sunday like, night. Yeah. Uh, what's the date today, technically? It's, to put a numeric- uh, it's the 17th. Yeah. That is a numerical that 17th of November, just in case anybody is listening to us in the future, which is everyone. Yeah, obviously. Everyone. Obviously. We are Wait, time travelers. You're not. Like, we are, you we are traveling through time. We are. What is this podcast called again? The Hockey, <laughs> the Hockey Wilderness Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Episode six Hello. of the Hockey Wilderness Podcast. And folks, uh, we here at the Hockey Wilderness Podcast are delighted, just downright thrilled to let you know. We are tickled. That the Wild, your Minnesota Wild, are officially the worst team in the NHL. We did it! Yay! Yay! We fucking did it, baby! We are the worst team. The Minnesota Wild are the worst team in hockey right now. That's right. Through 20 games, not one single team in the NHL, not the Red Wings, not the Senators, not the Blue Jackets, not the Kings, none of them have fewer points right now than the Minnesota Wild do. They have 16. Through 20 games. Whole, they have 16, 16 all points. 16 points? Yes, Dang, all 16 points. sweet six. Did you watch that? You don't strike me as an MTV guy back in the day. I'll tell you what. I used to watch so much Jersey Shore. You have oh, no duh. Like, Ca- Cavs are here, obviously. <laughs> obviously. But I'm talking about my Jersey super Shore, sweet like, 16. You remember that show? Did you watch it? I that? heard about it. I never watched it. God, though. that was the peak Wait of Wait a minute. That's indulgence. where people would just like throw crazy 16-year-old Yeah, birthday. and their dad would be like, we're, we're very concerned that we don't have the custom Rolls Royce here at her private yeah. party where she has like Tyga performing. Yeah, yeah. We're like, and she's like, my day is ruined. A bunch of piece of shit. Rich folks. Yeah, rich people problems, yeah. literally. I, yeah. I, the second I find out- That's how many points they have. <laughs> yeah, they have 16. It's like right. tangent. It's, it's crazy. It's just like, I don't understand. How did we get- Just the fact that a couple years ago, it's crazy. It's like time has flown so quickly. A couple years ago, they were- a perennial, quite yes. literally, or a per- perennial playoff team. The descent into the basement <laughs> has that, been a quick one. It happened real fast. You know what? And, we, all right. <laughs> let, let, let me say this, though. Even though right now they're the worst team in hockey, mm-hmm. let's be real. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is – I don't think it's going to stay that way. Like, No. I feel like we can all agree the Red Wings are probably – like, they're so bad. Yeah, but we could, we could definitely compete with their no- level of non-compete, though, I think. Yeah, I mean – it depends because I'll tell you what. All right, let, let's just jump right in okay. because let's start with the last couple games. Okay. So they beat Arizona again. Darcy yes. Kemp, Darcy Kemper Darcy Kemper wasn't playing. I was really hoping to see some more fireworks go off. I I did not I I did not expect the amount of fireworks between him and the roster. Like everyone knows that Darcy was kind of supposed to be the next one, and right, then right. he wasn't, and that's why they had to go get Dubnik five six years ago. Mm-hmm. 
But I didn't realize that there was that much animosity between he and the team. And yeah. maybe there's not. Maybe it was just competitive juices. But you just don't see that very often. And not necessarily that you see team or former teammates kind of lashing back at their old teammates. But coming from a goaltender, you're just really not apt to see that because goalies you want to keep them in their own world when they're outspoken when they have personality it's usually very abnormal because you just want to keep everything level in the game but you know they were talking I, shit i enjoy goalie fights yeah I, I do enjoy a little bit of trash we talk. almost saw one the other night with kemper i know kemper and riddich almost i went, know but then kachuk had to fly in and ruin everything. I love he, Matthew Tuchuk. I, I honestly I really do, too. Do. I think he's great. <laughs> I really I would, do. I would love him on my team. He, like he's, he, he honestly, he's going to, a few years from now, he he's going to be in the same class as people will say. He's Tom Wells and Brad Marshall. Where he's cheap say, and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. But honestly. Is he cheap? I've I, never seen him do anything I've cheap. Seen, uh, come on. Does that he hit do on cheap? Dowdy a couple years ago. Remember when he elbowed Dowdy? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, bad, he has some dirty plays, but he. He has enough skill, and he just has the personality that fits that type of player. And obviously, his dad is a very well, very right, well known right. family in the yeah, league, yeah. one of the royal families of the NHL <laughs> and hockey in general. But I don't know. I'm just saying, I like Matthew Tuchuk for some reason. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't can't hold the same finger. animosity as, yeah, as toward like, him as I do with Marshand and Wilson. I think and, it's because to me, he's diff- he's dirty in a different way. Yeah, like. He doesn't. He's like cocky teenager, dirty. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. he technically he's like what twenty one. He's a boy. Yeah. He's still he's, he's, he's still a, a child. A small child. Like, like yeah. I say small child as if he's like. Well, you you claim every single player my adult son. Any, any like, NHL player that's younger than me, I just say that they're all my kids. <laughs> oh <laughs> like my god. My, my biolo- biological children. Back to the wild. Yeah. So the wild, like officially, well, the the whole Kemper thing. Yeah. Um. So they went ahead. They beat the Coyotes. Mm-hmm. And then they circle right back around. They got the Hurricanes coming to town. Yep. The Wild are looking all right. Yeah. Like they, They're staying in it. Carolina's a good right, team. Let me say this. At first, they did it again. They were down 2 nothing after the first period. Why? Why do they keep doing this? I don't understand. It's just a very wild thing. They have a tendency to get into just routines. We all, every, humans like routine. That yeah. we, we are comfortable with them. They, they The Wild just have a tendency to get in routines where, they go down two to nothing, or last year they were they never scored the first goal, right, or, or right. not being able to win in overtime, which they didn't do against Carolina. That's been a common routine for the last I don't know since the whole three on three overtime was implemented. Right, yeah, fascinating. And then of course they lose in OT because that's Shocking. just that's just what's at least they got a point though. They, they did, only have fifteen. At least you got a point. They only have yeah. fifteen then. Jesus Christ! I mean, everything's <laughs> fine. Are, let's be real. Yeah. Are you even like mad that they're last place? No, this is this what we've been honestly, asking for. Yeah, this honestly is great. Yes, for the team. I know, like, I'm sure if Bill get if when Bill Guerin listens to this episode of the Hockey Wilderness podcast, he's gonna hear us yeah, talking. Yeah, gave us our talking points today. Obviously, yeah, yeah. like he's gonna be he's gonna be listening to this and thinking, man, I really wish we weren't last place. We got I w- I wish we were in the playoffs. But Bill, I'm telling you, bud, I know you're listening. Bill Bob, Billy Bob, Bill Bob. Like Billiam, there, there. <laughs> this is great. Keep doing what you're doing. We want to lose. Like the Wild need to lose. Yes, this it is good. needs to happen right now. Yeah, or just get one point. That's fine. We'll take half victories. We'll take them as long as you lose two of them outright. Every for every point you get, you should lose two. Every once in a while, I just think about like how a team could lose like, like, sixty games and still make the playoffs. 
Like if I all, don't think it's possible. <laughs> it won't like it won't happen ever. But if ever. like every single one of their losses was in overtime, they would make the playoffs. I wonder if you did that, they would have what? So this if, is way too math heavy for me all right, to do so, right now. So let's say all right. So if you lose sixty games in You'd have thirty points. No, because you'd you'd have one point per the game. Oh shit! So you'd have sixty points. <laughs> if you can't you'd tell, have... I'm over. I'm so tired, and I just came from another hockey. No, you're you, so oh you'd have God. sixty points. This is gonna be on the. And podcast. then you, what, what's what's uh twenty two times forty four? Twenty two times forty four. I don't know. You tell me, Albert. Or tw- wait, wait, wait. wait. Twenty two times two equals forty four. Yes, you're correct in that. So math. sixty plus forty four. That's equals an insane amount. Hundred and four. Yeah, like that's. That's like a division slot. You know what I mean? Maybe that's not every, even a wild every card. maybe that's the next wrinkle in the NHL. Instead of going <laughs> yeah. small and speedy, we're just gonna be like, we're gonna push for overtime every single game. Right. Maybe that's, that's the next bit. <laughs> be so... we, somebody should give us a franchise. <laughs> What's Seattle doing? <laughs> Seattle, I know you took the the analytics gal from us because we apparently didn't need any anal- analytics team yeah, after who Fenton needs left. That? Yeah. Uh, we would like to become your coaches slash GM slash whatever. We will lead your squad to uh, mediocrity and victory. Yeah, in a way. Seattle, I hope you're ready. The Kraken, I hope. So, I so wanted to be the. Kraken. I wanted to be the Kraken. I wanted to honestly like. I think it's going to be the the uh, uh, what what the hell are they the the uh, not steelheads the what sockeyes I think sockeyes yeah gonna be the, nobody I'm knows what a sockeye is yeah I'm fine with it because like I'm sure there's some cool logos that could come yeah. along with it. but dude is it go in a for plant huh is it in a plant a sockeye what is it it's a fucking fish <laughs> yeah no thanks how about we just do uh, yeah no any no 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 a kraken no. would be so you already have the alcohol sponsor built in I know. Release the Kraken. Like the Kraken. It's just like. Yeah, and you have it lowered down. You have this giant squid. Yeah, it could be yeah. just like the Red Wings, except Make better. it like Moby Dick for, for the pregame show every time. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm a GD genius. Yeah. God damn <laughs> GD it. genius. I'm so. Here. I'm wicked smart, dude. Oh, man. that would Because we know what their colors are going to be. Do we? Well, we've gotten hints. So it looks like it's going to be like this light tealish color. I'm fine with that. And like this, like, Burgundy-ish color? Not fine with that. Not burgundy. What? What? I don't want Ron to be part of this jersey selection. Okay. Like what? Uh, you didn't even uh, get it. That this is gonna. Right, s- it went right through your ears and right out. What? What would you say? It was a really good joke. Everyone on the podcast is laughing except for you. It's fine. No, I don't. No, listen it's to really okay. Say, Move on. So. It's fine. All right, good. I'm not. Every, pause for <laughs> laughter. Okay. There we go. <laughs> so where? What the? Fu- how did we get a the wild? Let's just. It, I know we don't want to, but maybe we, we perhaps we should get back to talking. We're talking around the wild. the wild. They're gonna play Seattle. <laughs> we don't want to talk about the wild. Well, what else is there to talk about though? Honestly, they they're losing games, which is a good thing. It is a good thing. The thing that you wanted to discuss about the overtime against Carolina the other night was Bruce's yes. All right. so let's, selection of let's players. Go over this. Right? So they start off overtime with, and I feel like you just don't see this often: two defensemen and one forward to start three on three. Depends on the defenseman. Matt Dumba was one of those defensemen. Makes sense. So one could make the argument Matt Dumba might as well be a forward. You could say that but he's offensively that inclined. You could say that. He's offensively inclined yes. enough. Yes. But do you really want... Well, who are the other two out on the ice with him? Joel Erickson Eck. I'm fine with that because he's and the, the only one that's I do like well. I do like Joel Erickson Eck, but I don't know if he should be starting. Or, I don't know. Like, to me, <laughs> to me, I think you got to start overtime with, like, yeah. 
Exactly. With Parisi. No. I think he got Since that. he's scoring so many goals right now. He is. How many goals is he He's coming have? back. How many goals so, does he have? Zach Parisi, fun fact, after having – Jesus, how many points did he have in his, like, first – the first month of the season? The second Negative November – The second November came around, he just started becoming Zach Parisi Sure, again. sure, sure, sure. But, again, last how se- many goals does he have? Last seven games, he has five points in the last seven games. How many goals out of those points are there? Three. Okay. So he's scoring. How many goals does he have in overtime ever? That I don't know. Not a lot because this team sucks against <laughs> overtime. Yeah, but can he fix that himself? Can anyone fix that? I don't know. You're telling himself? me that you're that he's the X factor in 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 that in that uh, trio. So you're making it sound like it, aren't you? All right. I'm not saying. See how I paint you in a corner. I hate there? you. <laughs> I know. I'm so good at my job. Zach Parisi. I feel like I feel like he with him on the ice, there would be a better chance of the Wild winning. Why? If he were on the ice, then if it was why, uh, stall. Why? Like okay, that. yeah, but we're talking Just about because. Parisi for Eck. Why does Parisi offer more to you than Ewell Erickson Eck right now? Well, Honestly. For, well, I'm not saying to take him off. Well, you're gonna have to take somebody off because there's only three players on the I would, ice. I would get rid of. I would get rid of Brody. And so I would you, put, you're telling me that you would take Brody off the ice and you would have. Fine. In the say they have the puck the whole time. Let's right, just right. let's just go sh- sunshiny and rainbows and bullshit right mm-hmm. here. Yeah. If they have the puck in, the entire time in the offensive zone with Parisi, Yule Erickson, Eck, and Matt Dumba, sure. But guess what? You know who sucks at strategy for three on three? The fucking Minnesota Wild. Right. You yes. know what Zach Parisi doesn't do when he plays three on three overtime? Like, Changes at the correct time. Right. That's why Zach Parisi is out there. That's why they've been bitten so much. That's why Ryan Suter isn't out there anymore because they don't understand when to change. Ryan Suter, to me, he's he's starting to look 35. You know what I mean? Well, like, when you play for like, 25 minutes a night for yeah. five years, he's I don't just, know. Would you get a little tired? Wait, did I say Parisi or? You said Suter. Suter, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like He's just slow. He just looks so slow to me now. Well, he and shouldn't he's just... be. A, he's not a fast guy. If you're going, if you're going to play three and three overtime, you don't put the guy who's slow of foot. I know. And that's why I'm okay with Brodeen playing at the point there with because he can skate. He because can. he can skate. Because no matter who is going to be those other two players, whether it's a defenseman or a forward, you know that Brodeen nine times out of ten is always going to take the defensive play first. He's always going to be, like, defensive-minded. And maybe even 99 times out of 100. Mm-hmm. Matt Dumba doesn't make the, is not the same selection. So that's why I'm okay with Brody. Because Brody can skate. Brody can mitigate some of the some of the mistakes that you can make in overtime in open ice. Because when there's four or less players on the ice, that means there's more room for creativity. That's why right. three-on-three is so much fun to watch. Yeah. I think if you're gonna have three on three over, like you need to try and be creative though, and like isn't that creative though? They use two defensemen. That's pretty creative. It, but I feel like it's in a bad because I feel like that's almost like just trying. All right, guys, let's like just try to not lose this time, and we'll have a guy who just kind of sits back and hopefully he can stop the two on one or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I see a lot of like the the Bruins, for example. It wouldn't be crazy to see them come out with um, pasta. Um, What's that kid's name? So McAvoy. You're, com- you're comparing now the, the Bru- Minnesota. The Bruins no, 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 yeah. no. Yeah, the Bruins are different because the they were in the Stanley probably. Cup final last year, the best team in hockey. So yeah, you yeah, cannot yeah. compare these two. Agreed. But what Jeez. I'm saying is, you can't. It's possible to have your most dynamic offensive players out, all three of them at the same time. No, it's not. When they can't play defense, they can't. And that's where are I'm, you playing to win or are you playing to lose? Because playing you, to win. Oh, okay. Then you don't put three forwards out there unless you. Well, not know. three forwards. Not three forwards. But you have a good defense. That's why they have McAvoy out there. Okay. Then you who's tell. A good, he's just a good player. 
Okay. You know? So that's why I'm saying you we'll have... We'll agree to disagree. Yeah, yes. that's why you have... I don't know. Like, I think you put Dumba out there, who I know a lot of people classify him as a strictly offensive defenseman. Jeez, sorry. Like, I've seen the Flyers do the same thing, where they have Giroux, Voracek, and Gossa Spare out there. No, we have the we maybe have one of those caliber players, not two, and definitely not three. Yeah. So you can't... It's, it's tough to... It's a tough comparable... But I do there's agree, so though. much more that goes into choosing who you want out there for the overtime uh, than just people who can score goals. Well, yeah. Because that's what's gotten them into hot water in the past where they're like, yeah, we'll just put out those three that will give us the best chance to score goals. Mm. And then they end up giving it up within the first half of the entire three-on-three overtime. You have to be able to play this defensively as well as you can offensively. I do agree that they they don't exactly have the best personnel to be a good three-on-three yes, team. Yes, correct. But I guess what I'm just saying is work with what you got, you know, like, I don't know. And let's be honest. The real reason they they lost it, it wasn't just because of three on three. No. They, they let them get out to a two nothing lead to start. No, and then they were down three one. Like, yep. that's not the only reason why they lost to the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes are a fucking good team. Yep. Like, that's why they lost. They're in a playoff spot right now. They're top three. Yeah, the, the Hurricanes are good and the Wild are bad. How and did uh, How did Nino look? Uh, he got love. he got an assist. Of he did get he an did. assist. So. Nino, Nino, do a Nino. Yeah. How did uh, Victor had a goal a nice, though? Didn't he? They gave him a nice uh, little slick. little ovation or a little oh, little sure. tribute video and everything. Slick uh, Slick Vic had a Victor had a Rask goal. had a nice assist. Oh, he had an assist. I think it was to tie the game or That's something like funny. that. Yeah, he had it to. Uh, I believe it was Carson Susie. I'm glad goal. that he did that because even if. Nino just got an assist and he got nothing. People would just be railing. Oh, I know. Ah, we uh, we traded away for Victor Rask. We didn't get shit back. Well, yeah, honestly, you know what? Is that Sucks. ever going to stop them? No, because because Nino. And really, it shouldn't. It no, shouldn't. It was awful. It should and it shouldn't. It's it's both. Nino was such a fan favorite, and I understand why. But watching him last year before he was traded in the weeks leading up to and just the beginning of that season, he was so bad. Right, but his confidence was so low, and it's not like the the fan base does any favors. So that's not like he definitely hears about it or anything. Right, right. So I think it was a necessary trade to make. You just didn't get equal value in return, and there's nothing you can do about it from at at this point in time. It sucks. It's shitty, and and mm. you just move on. And I'm glad that he went to a team that could appreciate his skill set and and could allow him to flourish and grow like he had done uh, earlier on in his career with Minnesota. Good for Neens. I love that Carolina team. It's They're just fun. fun. They're, They're fun. just a fun team. Did you see the interview after the game no. with, uh, with Svechnikov? Svechnikov got the overtime winner. Yep. Naturally, because he's a fucking monster. Yep. And then Dougie Hamilton comes into the to the screen, and he's got, like, a banana to the side of his I head love, like it's a telephone. Good for Dougie. I felt bad for him because he was drafted by the Bruins. It was basically between – they chose between him and Tori Krug of their next young defense yeah, about yeah. five, six years ago. He gets shipped out to uh, Calgary for a couple of years mm-hmm. and then get, gets gets added to another trade uh, back to Carolina. And he was just one of those defensemen that – was supposed to be really good and it wasn't like he wasn't but I just he wasn't one of those guys that fully seemed to reach his potential and so he was kind of thrown into those deals but it seems like he's definitely flourishing with with the Carolina Hurricanes yeah and probably the lead one of their lead defenders now that Justin Falk is in uh is in St. Louis Minnesota born right Justin right. Falk that's right yeah yes. no I, I one like, of us and the whole thing about him going to museums did you hear about that yeah they just what a fuck. Carolina <laughs> just gets the bit they just get they understand what their fan base need what they need to do to keep their fan base engaged and that's a different 
different uh, way of doing that than they do in Minnesota or more traditional hockey markets. There's shades of Vegas to to, to say that storm yeah. surge they do at the end, the one that Don Cherry wasn't a huge fan of, and yeah. now everybody's not a fan of Don Cherry. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, I, I love the Carolina Hurricanes, and I love that they've – They've kind of picked up right where they left off last year because that was definitely a concern. You know, it's easy to kind of ride the wave right. from the big, you know, surge in the season last year. Not no pun intended, but it's good to see that market and that team kind of taking some steps because they have a lot of young talent. You know what I love about Don Cherry is that he's part of the. Uh, he was born as a member of the silent generation, and he just probably should have stayed fucking silent through that through that oh entire well he segment. is kind of technically now he is yeah now he can't do anything so. yeah we'll um, leave that alone yeah folks we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we're gonna talk about another swiss forward who plays for the minnesota wild should be fun and we're back back episode number six of the hockey world <laughs> i can't Cinco even plus uno. i can't even say the word six i just just saying it normally, I, I hesitate it. I have to like scrape six, you know. This is what happens I'm when you're brought up. In a, you. This is what happens when you're brought up in a heavy metal household. <laughs> this in, is how it in is. Virginia. You know? Yeah. In Vir- Virginia. Virginia. For those of you who don't know, I'm from the great state, the very terrific, not flawed whatsoever state of Virginia. I think you're the only Minnesota podcast host that's ever been from Virginia. So I, pr- I would wear that yeah. with a badge of honor. I might be the only person even associated with the Minnesota Wild. Or with hockey in general. Who has ever been to Virginia. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if people don't even know it's a state. Virginia is one of the, in that area of the country where a lot of people forget that there's states there. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like Maryland, who thinks of Maryland? Well, Maryland, at least that Maryland has DC, but DC, doesn't have yeah. DC. But like just Appalachian Mountain area, it's t- it's just a weird little dead space. It's it weird. actually it actually is a cool little state. Like, oh, I, I I've driven through it. I think it's gorgeous. Yeah, I've yeah. driven through parts of it. Mm-hmm. Like you got the beach on the east, obviously, yep. and then you go a little further west. You got the mountains. You got the countryside. Like it's kind, it's kind of neat. It's a cool yeah. little place. So wish there was more hockey there, though. Yeah, George, just, George does too. What was that? George does too. That's right. Yeah, the uh, the uh, in Virginia, there's there's no ice hockey at all. Shocking. Like, pretty much, you have roller hockey. I mean, yeah. you got a little bit of ice. There's a uh, kid who was drafted by the New York Rangers this year. Really? Defense from Virginia. From Virginia. Really? Yeah. Not too far the away. Next from hockey Arm- hotbed, Virginia. Yeah. United States. Watch him turn out to be like the next Paul Coffey. I don't even know who that is. So Paul Coffey could not have turned out very well for him. What? I'm sorry. I only pay attention to people who are relevant. Paul Coffey is a is a Hall of Famer. Not to me. Well, maybe to the other hockey community, but or just everyone else. I don't know who that oh is. Oh my god. Or maybe I, I if I saw his name, but I'm just hearing it fanatically, so maybe I'm not picking up on it. But former defenseman used to play for the uh, Red Wings. And what years? Penguins. Oh, the uh, 80s and 90s. Yes. Yeah. No, that's before my time. Oh man. If you're not, it's before my time. Well, he'll be Congrats. he'll be he'll be the next Paul Coffee or, or Congrats, Bobby Orr. Mr. Coffee. I don't even know the kid's name. Hell of an investment with that Mr. Starbuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, Paul Coffee actually created coffee. Really? Not a lot of people know that. Yeah, in 1980s, mm. he invented coffee Bra- before that. Wow. What coffee a didn't what exist. a what product development and growth just took that right wild? off. That's insane. Just became a hockey player yeah. and then he's like, "Hey, invented I coffee. also I also, you know, found yeah. this thing called coffee." Yeah. So Again, caribou thanks you. (laughs) 
Caribou. Yeah. Yes. I can't wait. If you want to send hate mail, send it to RP Quigs. Yeah, send it to me. At RP Quigs on Twitter. I get it all day, every day, anyway. Yeah. I'm used to it. We're going to figure out. Lindsay's not. Yeah. She, you'll break her. No, because I, 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 <laughs> I make correct takes. You do, too. <laughs> I'm, uh, you you and I are both we we are we ever we both have such awful takes at times, but at, the one thing but with the us is we fucking stick to them. Yeah, like you're not gonna get us to change our mind. No, eventually it'll be true. Eventually, but I'll still just deny it out of yep, spite. It's fine. <laughs> I'm fine with it. So last time we were talking, uh, just before the break, we were talking a little bit about our old friend Nino. Uh, mm-hmm. I just love saying his name, Nino. You know- Nino! Sounds like some sort of Pokemon or something. It does. Um, Nino Niederreiter. Uh, and there's another Swiss defenseman who now plays for the Minnesota Wild that I want to talk about. Kevin Fiala, guys. Like, he plays defense? Did I say defenseman? You did. He's a forward. Yep. He's certainly not. You are a, correct. Absolutely not another a incorrect take by Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Kevin Fiala, man, we talked a little bit about him last week, but he really is starting to turn his shit around. He had such a bad start to the year. And now he didn't score against the Hurricanes, but he did look pretty damn good. He looked engaged. He did look, he was doing stuff. Yes. He was not doing stuff earlier on in the season. Like, and maybe that was just him getting used to, and it's, it's, it feels weird saying getting used to his new team because he played with the Wild for, uh, what? what a hot, like, for a hot minute. Like a quarter of the season. Not a quarter, year. It's it barely, but he was. 19 all, games. Yeah, already inserted into a lineup that was basically being rebuilt and played with last year. Wasn't really able to get comfortable. But, yeah, I think there's definitely – I think we've said that in previous episodes of, of this very podcast of of getting these young guys in, having them here for the offseason through training camp, really getting everyone on the same page rather than just plugging and playing like they were last year. And I absolutely think you're correct that he's getting more comfortable now that he's gotten a little kick in the pants a couple weeks ago and he's seen some of the uh, positive – gameplay from him and scoring getting some of that confidence he's taking steps and that's what you like to see from those young guys I wish I wish the other young guys were taking those same steps I mean Conan had a goal a couple nights ago which is great Greenway Greenway has been playing a hell of a lot better his stats aren't aren't backing it up but he has been playing he was out blocking some damn shots the other night did you see his stick explode out of his fucking hands oh my god and when you have a guy like that of his stature and of his skill set and and having him play engaged as as he has that being Greenway, that's a great step to see. And you're seeing some of these little things that were plaguing this team in general early on the season starting to make some connections. But we don't want to make too many connections because as as shitty as it is to be last place in the NHL right now, that's where we need to be. We need to be basically trading this spot with Detroit, like you said, with LA, and hopefully getting in that top five. Get, yeah. You want to stay in that prime lottery position because we all know that last place doesn't guarantee you no, the number one overall pick. Could you imagine if fucking Colorado ended up getting Jack Hughes? I was praying. <laughs> I, I kind of wanted to see. Between them and LA, because yeah, yeah, those yeah. are my two squads, if I had to pick a squ- pick squad, yeah, yeah. it's LA and Colorado. And I was just like, please, dear, sweet, nine-pound, eight-ounce baby Jesus. <laughs> Please let this happen. But I'm okay with him in New Jersey. That's actually a huge fucking baby. Nine pounds, eight ounces. That's how big I was. I was was a little bit bigger, actually. I was 10 pounds. My cousin was 12. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're fat, fat, fat fetuses. Did she have, like, a Big Mac in the womb or something? No. Don't talk about my my family that way. No, no, no. no. I'm kidding. No, no, no. No, we're fat babies. That's before birth. So it's, yeah, I'm talking. Pre-birth. Yeah. 
talking shit pre-birth. Yes. That's a whole new level so Kevin, of talking shit. Kevin Fiala, what else are you seeing from him? So I'm about to throw some fancy stats out there. Are so you? just get ready. Fancy faced. Since November began in seven games, I believe it's seven games, Kevin Fiala ranks fourth on the team with a 54.55 Corsi 4 percentage at 5 on 5. Tell me what that means. That means, if you don't know, the team is generating more shot attempts with him on the ice than the other team. Got you. That's quite good. He's fourth on the team. The only players who rank higher are Jared Spurgeon, Ryan Suter, which surprises me a little bit. Well, when you play a lot and have the puck on your stick a lot, it's just natural and to be there. Jordan Greenway. Jordan Greenway is carrying play. He's just it's, – it's exciting to see these young players, including Fiala, starting to play better. Yep. You see Luke Cunning doing a little better. He's not exactly uh, – He's not exactly a, a play-driving wizard or anything like that, but he does do a lot. Oh, my God, against Arizona. Did you see his, his block, his game-saving block in I the did. dying minutes of the game? I did see that. I think it was like two minutes to go. I tweeted out a gif. I think I said it was like seconds to go. I should have said minutes. Um, but well, there was technically like, seconds. Uh, yeah. Minutes are made up of seconds. You're right, not? you're right. 120 seconds to go. Interesting. So, but uh, <laughs> he uh, – shiny moment. I mean, I can't remember who it was on Arizona, but they I th- I want to say it was Kessel. Wide open net. Philip? Philium. Philium Kessel. We're had, familiar. Had a wide open net. And yeah. then here comes Luke Cunning swooping in like a fucking eagle yeah. with his stick. And he just says, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going to let you score, dude. And then uh, yeah. that's exactly what he said as he was doing it. Philly K has had a tough start to the season. Yeah. I feel bad for I, Actually, Why? They're, le- they're, in, they're in a playoff spot. I was about to say, like – I, I feel bad for Arizona, but then I thought about it. I'm like, wait a minute. You don't have to do feel I? bad for Arizona anymore because they're actually a contending team. I just, I so badly hope they are. Because, and well, honestly, it's about time. Yeah. Honestly, like, it's just been so long since they've even sniffed the playoffs. Well, last year they almost got it. Well, the last time that they had any sort of playoff success was back when the Detroit Red Wings were still in the Western Conference. When right. they had those back-to-back yeah. couple of years where they played each other in the first round. And there was a lot of bad blood between that Red Wings squad and that uh, and that Arizona Coyotes squad. Like when Pat when Datsuk was still playing before he retired, and then they traded for his contract just so they could make the basement of their payroll. My God, Arizona is like only three points out of first place. You're correct. The Pacific is quite it's interesting. contentious. Right yeah, now. Vegas. I like it. Vegas is in a weird spot. No, they're not. They just won six nothing, bitch. Looks, it looks like they're starting to come come around though. We'll see. I still don't even. I mean, hey. But so, who knows? It's we're you just got to build off through. the build off the game. But they have very different expectations down in Vegas than they do up in Minnesota. Right. That is for damn freaking sure. Do you think Arizona's going to go back to their '90s jerseys permanently? Because they really should. I mean, there's a lot of teams that should honestly just go the back Canucks. to their throwbacks. Uh, the thing is, is the Canucks are one of those rare teams where I'm just like. Both are really fucking good. I do like their current ones, but those old ones, man. Yeah, the old ones just... are good. The St. Louis should wear their old ones always. Calgary should wear their old ones always. The Sabres are bringing back their royal blue ones permanently. Yep. They're coming back for good. That's true. And I'm really excited about that. That's true. Um, it's almost like all of the new logos and jersey designs are horseshit. What a shocking thing. If only God. we had a throwback team or uniform that we could maybe utilize in Minnesota. <laughs> Maybe. Wouldn't that be great? Or just redo the entire color scheme. That would be great. I'm a fan of that. I honestly think it's time, but that's a conversation for another day. Yes. I want to ask you a question, Lindsay. Okay. Um, where do you see I'll, – I'll just, I'll just give you the, the five worst teams in the league right now. you got okay. Columbus, Ottawa, 
Los Angeles, Detroit, and of course, the Minnesota Wild. CC. Where in those five teams in that area do you see the Wild ending up at the end of the season? Do you see them going higher than that? Do you see them being a little further up in the standings? Or do you believe that they'll be right in there as one of the top five worst teams? Honestly, knowing them, knowing the the organization and how just it's just been like pulling teeth just to get this team to wake up and realize, hey, we're going to be shitty. So, but knowing that, honestly, they would play themselves into like uh eight, like getting slotted in like the eight or nine region. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, just because I do think that as the season goes on, you're going to have teams that are really bad right now, but they just haven't reserved haven't haven't really decided to go full on tank mode yet so you're going to end up getting some wins towards the back end of the season right but I think you're going to see them basically just floating between those five and as I said just a few minutes ago you want to just basically be trading punches back and forth or I should say non-punches back and forth with LA with with Detroit because those are going to be those two teams because it's just so obvious how far they have to go right. it's just going to come down to which team exactly just decides to be like yep this is this is the path we're taking we're going to do it and we're going to stick to it and that's just it's a really hard thing to convince NHL teams to do because of the pride of the sport because of the physicality because that's just the right thing to do and the wild are going to continue to try to win games it's just whether or not they're going to be able to withstand onslaughts from other teams or not, if they're going to be able to keep that kind of pace up. It depends on their schedule, too. The Wild have played in a grand total of, I believe, seven home games this entire start of the season. Yep. One of their issues last season was winning on home ice. Which was rare, because they're they're usually fine at home, and last year was the first kind of time that they were real bad this season it seems like they're finally becoming okay right on home or, or getting back to being good on home ice because so most of their or at wins, least a 50 50 shot yeah most yeah. of their wins are on home ice i think they've only won on the road well, like it's twice. when you when you play one for every one game you play at home you play six on the road it's gonna be a little bit easier when it's when you're sleeping in your own bed but i i expect that to kind of level out as the schedule tends to level out as well obviously the this entire start to the season is unprecedented in terms of amount of games spent on the road to start right, the season yeah. so it's kind of a tough measuring stick but I wouldn't put it past them that if, if you're gonna be a bottom if you're gonna be a bottom feeder team that means you have to have a losing record at home too in all likelihood unless right. you're just gonna lose them all on the road do you think it's it's good that they're winning games at home as they're going through this whole thing, just to kind of keep fans oh, going sure. to games sure, and all sure, that. Sure, 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 yeah. Or do you think that to get this organization no, well, going, you can they still need to lose. You could still lose games with a full building or a partially full building, but yeah, I think it's good to have, you know, a nice little reminder once in a while, or when they're playing certain teams. Like that's what you that's what you kind of shift to do as a fan when your team is really bad. All of a sudden, you're starting to look at matchups, being like, all right, do I want to go see them play? the Canucks or do I want to see him play you know Washington when Washington comes to town because I want to see OV or something like that you know you just have to take you just start looking at games a little bit differently but sure it's it's good to win at home just so you can have some sort of safe haven from the onslaught that is just negativity and even though it's it's good it's good to be losing right now yes yes I think I think one of the big things with them is just just like we were talking about at the beginning of the season, how, and especially after that Montreal game when 
Uh, they couldn't even sell out the arena for the first time in however many years it was. Like, to me, and if it's the state of hockey, like, you have to be selling out your arena. No, you don't. Like, most of the most of the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or at, at least you should. Like, if you want this franchise to be as successful as you would think it would be as it's a gonna hockey It's going to be successful team. no matter what. Yeah. So, you just have to get better. The people will come back when you are better. Just have faith. That's what we did when it, it was the Todd Richards years, when it was really freaking bad 10 years ago. We came back. It's okay. The And the organization needs to realize that, too. Just because there aren't necessarily butts in seats doesn't mean that people don't care about this organization and team. For some reason, when you said Todd Richards, I thought you meant Mike Richards. I'm like... Nope, not him. Nope, not the former (laughs) captain of the Philadelphia Flyers who was with the LA Kings and got popped with drugs. Drugs. How dare you? (laughs) Obviously, we have never. Yeah, no. To the turn. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right. Next, next few days, the Minnesota Wild have. Guess what, folks? They're going back on the road. No. They're going back on the road, and they're they're taking on the Buffalo Sabers, who are. I don't know they're what they're sabering. They're I don't know what they're doing. They're sabering. They're sabering. <laughs> like, they win a bunch of games in a row and then they lose a bunch of games in a row. And then they win a bunch of games in a row and then they lose a bunch of games in a row. And then they get really tired about halfway through the season and then just start sucking. They looked really, really good to start the season and yeah. now they're it's all just kinda they're two, six and two in their last ten. Like yeah, it's just that's what I'm saying though. It's uncanny with that with that franchise right now, or at least in the last five, six seasons. After Buffalo, they come back home and make a quick quick pit stop home at XL Energy Center to take on, you know, not, it should be an easy win, Colorado Avalanche, like, obviously. Well, they were they the lost, like, five roll. games in a row, too, but they're they are going to be getting – they're back on the wagon, and they're getting healthy, too. Y- yeah, so they have an that. excuse. Yes. They have an excuse. Like, ha- did they really lose five in a row? They, lo- they had a string of games where they lost four or five in a row earlier this season. Maybe oh yeah, they're, they're four, five, and one in their last ten. Look yeah, at that. Look at me. Yeah, I just you got I, the screens. I got nothing over. You got here. nothing. Yeah, look at I you. I got go. my brain. Yeah. As can I add numbers together? <laughs> no. <laughs> no can I, I tell you random bullshit? Yes. Yeah, I can tell you some random stuff. That's why. We hey, you want to know a random fact? Yes, I do. The sperm whale, Jesus, is so loud that if you were swimming next to one underwater, it can make a clicking sound. That is so loud that it can vibrate you to death. Echolocation, you say? I don't even. I don't think that's echolocation. I just, that's technically what it is because they're a whale and they're communicating. So hence, it's echolocation. Pretty sure that's not what echolocation. That's, look up the definition of echolocation. Are you sure look, that's look what that up. is? Break it down if you think about how the word is constructed. Thought, Echo means outside of. Yeah. Location. Communication. Look it up. I thought echolocation was like high pitched. No, it's vibrations. It's high pitched because. It, it's only high. P- it's high pitches of vibration. That's what it is. is that's that why it's it high. Pri- that's because the vibrations are closer together. Location of objects by. I am teaching stuff. America. Using about hockey and science, such as dolphins and bats. Yep. Nothing and about sperm whales. And whales. I win. And whales. I win. Doesn't say anything about whales. I'm sure. We are technically echolocating right now because we are speaking, and what you hear are vibrations. True. And frequencies. But yeah, that's that's my fun fact for the day. Well, interesting. Thank you for the sperm whale update. I you, thought you were going a very different direction. No. <laughs> I prefer orcas. I do too. They're the best. Yeah, they're, they're the, the best. best whale. Fun fact: they're not even a whale; they're a dolphin. That's actually true. Yes, you can look they're also up. mammals. Um, yes, you didn't know that. Correct. No, I obviously I know that. Do you know what classifies a mammal from a fish? Yeah, they they have a blowhole. Nope. They breathe. They. Nope. They, no, well, they, that's part of it, but it's because they are they carry their young. 
Well, Lot, I mean, that's not too. you're not 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 in eggs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's obvious. Science. Yeah. Bill Nye should be proud. <laughs> yeah, you should. Back to the wild. After they go home and take on the avalanche, guess who they have the pleasure of? Who um, next? Who? The Boston Bruins. Oh, that'll be fun. Charlie. Nothing. Charlie. Charlie Coyle. Charlie Coyle. Are they at home or away? They're going to be in Boston, so everyone. They're in the town of Beans, you say, yeah? Everyone in in the stands is going to be like, Charlie Coyle. Charlie Charlie Coyle. Your Boston accent needs work. My What? My my Boston accent? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I think I sound good. You sound like you have marbles in your mouth. I mean, that's how Boston people talk. No. Yeah. No. That's how they talk. How do you no. how do you do your Boston accent? Who, who the fuck even are you, dude? You don't even know who you don't even know who Charlie is, dude. You have no idea. Every, Pac the can't have it, yeah, dude. Everybody knows who Charlie is, okay? Yeah, everybody gonna, knows Charlie. You can vote on who has a better Boston accent. Yeah. At us on Twitter at Hockey Wilderness with only one S for some reason. Or at Lindsey Brown thirty five. Yeah, but That's no, mine. don't do that because no. Okay, fine. Don't get <laughs> don't acknowledge me as we sit in the studio as I came from the game. That you weren't at at what is it, eight forty two p.m. on a Sunday? Why does it feel like it's eleven p.m.? Because it is in my brain. In my brain, I'm all sort of screwed today, like time clockwise. It's okay. It's not great. How much more you got, man? Honestly, just just accepting the fact that the Wild are, at least it seems they are fully on board with the whole tank thing for now. I just want to leave it at that. It's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. And if you think that's bad, don't. It is a very good thing that they are finally seeming to accept that they are going to need to do this rebuild. Yeah, let the let the Vikings do the winning. They got they were down 20 to nothing, so kind of like 2 nothing, and then they won yeah. today. Yeah. Unlike your Eagles again. You know what? Uh does everybody know that Ryan is an Eagles fan? Please send hate <laughs> mail again. We're just going to not talk about football. Okay. How about that? All right. Yeah. I yeah. do want to talk about football, but I understand why you don't want yeah. to. Because uh, I understand. You know. It's okay. We lost. It, it's okay. Mediocrity. Losing is good, Ryan. It is good. We, you yes. just take some of the old medicine that we're dishing yes. out to these people and say, losing is good. You might get, I don't know, the next Carson Wentz. I'll tell you when the Eagles did not lose. Uh, February 4th, 27th. That's interesting because you're 100% true, but it is in, in the, the past. In the Minnesota Vikings Stadium. I'm sorry. Let's did go. they play this year? Did you go to the Vikings bar with me here in Vegas? Did you? We did. That's right. They won. I'm about what happened this year. I don't even know what you're talking about. It's fine. You're making all of this up. It is. I am. It's this whole cool. story. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Folks, that is just about all the time we have for episode six. I know you're really sad to hear that. So um, sad. But you know what? We're going to be back next week, and uh, in a way, hopefully, the Wild will remain in last place. Yes. Cheers to continued non-success. Would be great. Let's cheers to it. Cheers. Cheers. We hold up our sippy cups, Mm -hmm. and and we uh, toast to the Minnesota Wild. Folks, that's it for Episode 6. We will be back next week. It's been fun. For now, stay wild. Stay wild.